today's times, when even though we may be working from home, we find ourselves busier than ever. When can we fit in time for the gym? Is it open? What are the protocols? It's just so confusing. The easiest solution is to work out from home, but the cost of equipment can be so high. And how do you stay motivated? How would you like to have live, at-home, real-time interactive coaching from international award-winning coaches? You can have all of that in one app, the Knock Academy. The app is customizable for your schedule. Grab a workout in the morning before you start your day. How about a Pilates session at lunch? Strength training when you're finished your workday or start your weekends with core training or a rejuvenating yoga session after a busy week. Knock Academy is live. Your instructors can offer real-time feedback, motivation, and instruction, all from the privacy of your own home. Check out the Knock Academy. That's N-O-C-K Academy. Listeners of Start Talking get 20% off your first month. Just use the discount code WEAS when you sign up. The Knock Academy. It started on a better you today. men need to start talking and this podcast is devoted to helping make that happen. I'm Carl Anthony and I promise you I will do my best to make sure our conversations help all of us become the best possible versions of ourselves. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode. Please consider subscribing and check out our other We As shows available on all podcast platforms and at weas.ca. Connect with We As Start Talking on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for updates on new shows, contests, and upcoming events. And now, let's start talking. All right, here we go for this week's We As Men Start Talking. And this week, I'm joined by, I'm joined by me. This is me, Carl Anthony, your host of We As Men Start Talking. And for this week, we're going to try something a bit different. Uh, I'm going to read something to you, the listeners, and thank you so much for subscribing and listening. It really means a lot to us. But I'm going to read something to you, and if you can guess who the author of this poem is, uh, I guess you'd call it a poem, If you can guess who the author of this poem is, we will send you, so go on to our store, weas.ca, choose any item from our store, and we will send it to you completely free of charge. So we need you to send us a DM or an email once you've figured out who the author of this poem is, and we'll send that to you completely free of charge. So I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to read a poem, and then we'll start this week's podcast. Although, I guess we've already started this week's podcast. So, here we go. Our world is not perfect. It's wrought with many flaws. So many around us with no respect for the laws. Not just the laws of people and places. Not just the laws of religions and races. Worst of all are the crimes against nature our mother. And what we will do to profit off one another. See, profit is the force 
that drives the machine. Keep the 1% rich, tidy, and clean, clean from the mess that they have created, only one course to which we are all fated. Not to be dramatic, but the outlook is bleak, and far too few of us stand up and speak. Let's take a look at the toll we have taken. Our existence at stake, but almost forsaken. Start at the top and work your way through. Maybe by the end, you will know what to do. Do we care for each other? The answer is no. Only villains are created, no longer are heroes. The leaders around us want nothing but hate. Fear consumes us and seals anyone's fate. No longer can you be kind, open, and trusting for wars on the menu, and the leaders are lusting for us to be blind and ignore who we are. All human beings living under the same star. So if not the people... Do we care for our earth? Surely we must protect the planet of our birth. Droughts, famines, floods, and fire, extinctions, depletion, and other evils conspire to ensure our legacy is one of destruction just so companies can continue the production of needless shit and poison called food. But once you get sick, there's a pill for your mood. The same company that makes pills to help fuck also fills bottles with liquid for babies to suck. It starts early, the corruption of our lives, the hooks in deep like sharp-edged knives. So what do we do? How do we stand a chance with all this against us? How do we change the stance? Because let's be honest, open, and true. We are close to the point where nothing we do will matter at all or change a thing. How good we once had it. A memory we will cling. Where does it start? Where does it begin? How do we undo generations of sin? Yes, the change we need is huge and scary. Not all of us will be willing to carry the weight of the task and what it will mean. Some are hardwired right down to the gene, but that's okay. We do have the power. We have yet to see human's finest hour when we rise together and save our souls united as people with all the same goals. So how do we change something so big? Into your imagination, I ask that you dig. Stand at a pond that is calm and still. Pick up a pebble and toss it at will. It hits the water and ripples through all. All the pond, whether big or small. Each edge is touched. The mark is made on that ripple is where you've stayed to welcome those that join your plight, toss their pebble and join the fight, the fight against what hurts us so much, a fight of what is being used as a crutch, a crutch of intolerance, anger and hate, the true beauty of each other yet to propagate. I don't care who you are or what you've done, what is your past or what you are running from. But the reality is, we are in this together, 
yesterday, today, and always forever. So look at yourself. Stand at that pond. Toss a pebble and look at the beyond. So what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? I interpret that as a message to strive to be, and I know I say this at the conclusion of every podcast, please try and be the best version of yourself. And that's, that's my takeaway. Be the best version of myself. But what does that actually mean? I'm not entirely sure. So when I try and interpersonalize, when I, when I try to be the best version of myself, oftentimes my starting point is I try to understand, I try to think about what is the worst version of myself. Let me say that again. So all of you listening, what is, the, what is the worst version of you? Is that, is that someone that doesn't make enough money? Is that someone that is not happy with their physique? Is that someone that is not contributing to a relationship, whether it's with your partner or with your children? Is that someone that is not uh, not self-loving or has, has enough self-worth to really show up? What is the worst version of who you are? It can be very overwhelming to try and contemplate becoming because there's a very real possibility that none of us, myself included, none of us are the best version of ourselves. In fact, you could suggest until the day you die, perhaps, you are never the best version of yourself. And you're always striving to become that. But the virtue of becoming the best can be overwhelming and can be, it can be, it's tough to find a starting point to understand what does it mean to be the best? And what that poem, what really resonates for me is if we reflect on the worst version of who we are, it's really easy for all of us to identify what we don't want to be. It's more difficult for us to identify what we do want to be. But perhaps we're overcomplicating being the best version of ourselves. Perhaps we're overcomplicating becoming what we do want to be. Yet we are very deeply rooted in beating ourselves up we are very deeply rooted in 
the choices and the actions and the behaviors that we possess that we loathe, the things that we do and the things that we we put out to the world, the story we tell ourselves, how we show up, that we can sh- we're very capable of showing up as the worst version of ourselves. So we're clearly we're clearly capable of extremes. We're clearly capable of being the worst version of ourselves. And I would suggest that was with a simple tweak, with a very simple tweak, a change in systems and a change in habits, we can in fact become the best version of ourselves. So here's what I want to do. I want us all, and we may need to pause the show I want us all to write down or or if you if you're driving and you you can't write it down I want you all to think about what are the things about you and maybe they're the quiet little secrets what are the things about you that you loathe that you hate that are deprecating the things that are really an infectious plague on your self-worth what are the things that are the worst version of you what are they i want you to think of the opposite version of what those things are and i won't fill your mind with suggestions that's too convenient and i'm not going to do the fucking work for you i want you to think what are the opposite contradictory versions of all the things that you've just identified. And then I want you to think, how hard would it be to arrive at a point where the things that you loathe about yourself, the things that are the worst version of yourselves, yourself, the systems, the habits, the choices, how hard would it be to ascend to a point where they were in fact the things you were most proud of, the things that you most coveted, the things that you were most at ease with when you went to sleep at night and put your head on your fucking pillow because when the demons, when the demons call on you at night and they're they're scratching at your brain, at your psyche, and they're telling you that you're not worth anything and they're telling you those demons are like fucking saying that you're not, you're not worth an income. You're not worth a relationship. You're not worth a, 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 a self-worth. And you can, you can stave off all those demons with some new systems, with some new messages. I want us all to think about that. Look, the truth is, as human beings... And this is our this is our greatest gift and this is our greatest curse the truth is we have the power of choice we can all choose and not not all of us and and the poem that i just read articulates this perfectly not all of us are up to the task but for many of us we have a choice We have the power to choose how we show up. 
So who the fuck are you going to be when you show up? Do you want to show up as the best version of yourself? Or do you want to show up as the worst version of yourself? How will you be measured when you leave this earth? What is your legacy? What stories do you want people to tell about you? How do you want to be remembered? You know, I had I had the privilege tonight was my mother's 78th birthday. 78 years, 1942 she was born. My father, I'm so I'm so grateful that both of my parents are still alive. My father was born in 1940. They've lived through so much shit, wars, technology. They've lived through millennials. They've lived through everything. And I had, I had a three-hour conversation with my parents tonight, and I asked them this very same question. What is the best version of you? And their answer I, I wish they would come on the podcast. This is not their vibe. They don't want to be on the show, and that's fine. I respect that. But I said to my, my mother and my father, 1940 and 1942, born respectively, I said to my mother and father, what is the best version of you? And, and they said, and their answer is so fucking perfect. Their answer was, all you have to do is be kind, be respectful, be tolerant, and love one another. But there is a place where you cannot forgive people that don't deserve your forgiveness. And that really resonated with me, and I'm sure it will with many of you, the listeners. We have to be better. We are obligated to be better. We must be the best versions of ourselves. We have no other option. That's it for this week. Love and peace to all of you. And if it hasn't already resonated, please be the best version of yourself that you can. That's it for now. We're out.